This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we are back and uh, trying to get a hold of Kenny right now and um, working on that as we speak. Um, Sorry, I'm typing his... Oh, we got him? Okay, Charlie, thank you very much. Appreciate that. And uh, we'll have Kenny on here in just one moment again. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it very much. And I said should have said earlier... Uh, or as I was leaving that last hour, go check out the new KLZ website, klzradio.com. You'll see a different look to what's been there before. And everything's still very easy to navigate. You can find everything like you once could, all of our sponsors and so on. Everybody's listed there as well. But it is a different look and feel, and we want to thank those that were involved in the update of so. Kenny Zhu joining us now. Kenny, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. School of Woke, how critical race theory infiltrated American schools and why we must reclaim them. Have, we've had John before talking about this, but as school's getting ready to start here, at least here, Kenny, locally, two to three weeks is when most kids will be back in school. Right, exactly. You know, this, is, this book is, I think, an essential resource for parents, teachers, anybody who has somebody in the school system because you need to know what the school system has become, right? There you go. It has drifted away from teaching, the act of teaching and learning essential skills, and it has become about a, a vessel for yep. activists yep. and businesses to ideologically indoctrinate. That's exactly right. No, you are. I say it here all the time. It's one of the hot topics where we just continue to, I think, in, you know, in my case, just hammer it out, hammer it out, so people really understand what's going on there. I think so many people can't feel like, well, you know, I pay my taxes. I get this, you know, free, quote-unquote, public education. I need to send my kids. I'm paying for it anyways. What they really don't understand is unless they're paying awfully, awfully close attention to what's going on throughout the day, they have no idea what their kids are being taught. Right, I, I agree. And what's being taught is way, way too mature for young children. Um, from sexuality studies in the third grade to the teachings of systematic racism, which is a very... It's a brain-eating ideology in many ways because it teaches young minority students to fear their own skin color. Mm. Um, Basically, by virtue of their own skin color, they're denied opportunities in this country, which is a horrible philosophy to teach young children. It is. Um, You're right. This book exposes that. You're you're exactly right. To, to, To handicap, maybe is the best way for me to say that, Kenny, certain individuals based upon where they were born, how they've grown up, the color of their skin, you name it, I do look at that strictly as a 
a handicap, you're basically telling kids, instead of giving them the American dream, which is anybody that wants to can make it in this country, we're saying, well, you know, hang on, time out. Unless you were born here and you grew up here and you have this skin color, or you have this IQ or whatever the case may be, you can't make it. That is so un-American, it's ridiculous. It is. Very ridiculous. There, are, But yet there are teachers that are motivated to do this because they believe they're doing anti-racist social justice. They believe that they're shedding light on the real issues from the black community. The problem is the black community um, has honestly been fed these lies for the past 30, 40 years by a lot of grifters uh, and interests wanting to keep the racism narrative alive, not for the black community's gain, right. but for their own gain. That's right. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. It is not... As you know, at the end of the day, to benefit that community, it is actually quite the opposite. It is the opposite. It, it flat out is the opposite. Right, exactly. Uh, I tell the story about how a local NAACP, which we all thought was for civil rights, right? Well, they sued um, a school district in Northern Virginia for systematic racism um, just because a PE teacher accidentally did a Underground Railroad exercise. You know, it, it wasn't, sure, it wasn't tasteful, but it wasn't racism. And then as a result, they were able to coax over $365,000 from Loudoun County Schools, the mm. taxpayer-funded school district, to benefit um, their own interests. Mm. And as you say, there's some things that probably get taught at times that may not be done in the best manner. But that particular situation, Kenny, the Underground Railroad existed. It was real, and it saved a lot of people. Right. Another topic that I talk about in the school district is something very hot right now, which is the uh, history curriculum. What should we be teaching in our history? Okay. Um, the Florida history curriculum that's going on right now, the progressives are going after it for saying that slavery uh, had some benefits to slaves, as in they taught it taught some skills. Uh, it does not say the institution of slavery was a good thing. In fact, it repeatedly denounces that institution, but it does acknowledge the fact that some slaves learned skills uh, there. So how can we how can we teach real history if we're being emotional over all of these? You can't. Things? You have, have to teach, teach the facts and take. I say right. this all the time, even from our side as conservatives, Kenny. You've got to take the emotion out of it. Look at the facts only. And sometimes that's hard to do even on our side. But really, if we don't do that, we become just as much of the problem as the problem itself. Another thing I talk about in School of Woke is the teaching of math and how schools, they want to get rid of gifted math programs now because they believe it segregates people by race. Well, the reason why it's segregated by race is because, unfortunately, a lot of uh, black children don't come in with the requisite math skills. But the solution is to teach them extra overtime to get them to reach the right. bar, right. not to lower the bar for them. That's exactly it. No, you do whatever you have to do to bring that student up because Kenny and I, this is something my wife and I have talked about a lot lately. I want to get your opinion on this because I figured you'd really be a guy that is, is super intelligent and can even help me out on this. I feel, and correct me if, if I'm wrong in my thought process here, I feel like the average baby comes out of the womb with... An average IQ. We know there's some gifted individuals that have really, really you know, high IQs. We also know there's some folks that are mentally challenged that may not have quite 
the same IQ. And yeah. I get that. You can have both extremes. But in general, Kenny, the majority of people come out with a fairly adequate IQ to function very well in life, learn, grow, do math like you just said, have life experiences, apply those things, and do very well in life in, here in America, especially as we started talking about when you first came on, that American dream still exists. Unfortunately, though, Kenny, I feel like, and I think your book is talking about this, we lower the IQ, not physically, but we, 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 in essence, lower the IQ level of individuals through the school system. So by the time they graduate, they're not near as smart as they could be. Am I right in saying that? You're absolutely right. This, the latest studies show the average baby's IQ between white and black is very, very small, insignificant, and it widens by the time it's five, by the, by the time the kid is five years old, and it widens further to elementary school. So you really want to stop this process. You got to start early. You got to start the K-12 education system. I will tell you, affirmative action at the college level is completely useless yep. at increasing the skills and cognitive yep. ability of these students. By the time they're at that age, yep. it's uh, it, their, their life trajectory is unfortunately pretty set. So I'm pretty correct in saying that we all come out fairly equal when it comes to IQ. It's what the school system and or where our parents you know, place us, and even to a, to a large extent, I feel what our parents teach us has to do a lot with where we end up down the road. Now, again, our IQ doesn't necessarily, I guess in a way, though, Kenny, it would change. It could be lowered through our education, through our teaching experience. Is that what you're really saying? Yeah, it is. It is. Mm. And the research in my book confirms this. You know, you have, you know, unfortunately, you have the average IQ um, you know, lower and lower for black Americans as they get older. So that doesn't happen because of genetics. No. That does happen no. because of parental and teaching processes. Yeah, no, I'm a guy, Kenny, that I can pretty much tell you that if I were to take an IQ test, it wouldn't be all that high because I'm one of those guys that's had to learn the hard way all the way through life, never went to college, and some way, somehow, I made it, mainly because I had parents that did believe in me and my had a, I had a dad that just wouldn't accept no for an answer and you couldn't say no and you had to meet those challenges head on and take care of the things in your life you needed to take care of and because I was raised that way I feel like that's where I'm at today it is not because I had a high IQ by any means Kenny right and same thing with a lot of you know uh, Asian minority students as well I think share a lot of those experiences I certainly wasn't you know, born all that skilled or smart, but I would say... <laughs> you you can relate to me is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I certainly had parents who really pushed me. Yep. I had teachers who really pushed me. That's what the school system should really be focusing on. Everything should be focused on increasing the teaching-learning relationship between teacher and child. Everything else is secondary. So, in other words, let's take all of this Marxism and nonsense, which, let's face it, that's where all this is coming from, Kenny. It's by design. Let's get rid of all of that and get back down to the basics of teaching kids good reading, writing, and math skills. Yeah, and I'll give you a success story. The state of Mississippi, which was previously, as many people know, 49th in the nation in math and science, math and reading, has recently advanced to fourth for black children in the entire nation because they instituted, guess what, a mandatory must-pass, think, well, you're teaching to the test. No, actually what it did was it galvanized teachers, principals, to rally to the test standard. There you go. So in other words, it's proving the point in your book. Exactly, exactly. It can't, we have real solutions, we just need to use them. School of Woke, How Critical Race Theory Infiltrated American Schools and Why We Must Reclaim Them. What's the best place, Kenny, to buy that? 
Go buy it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, IndieBound if you want to help the author. Follow me at Kenny M. Shu, Kenny M. X. U. on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Kenny, as always, appreciate you joining us. Uh, we have you, you know, probably about every other month or so, and I appreciate your time as always. Thank you. You're very welcome. Appreciate that very much. Again, School of Woke is the name of the book. If uh, you've got somebody you would like to even give that to, buy it and give that to them, even a set of, you know, maybe you've got some parents with school-age kids or what have you, be a great book to have folks read, and it will literally be an eye-opener for a lot of individuals. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Hi-Fi Plumbing not only provides the highest quality plumbing service, they also give generously back to the community. Since 2018, High Five Cares has raised over $81,000 for nonprofits, supporting our local communities. Each month, High Five highlights a different local need and gives a portion of their revenue and 100% of merchandise sales to the charity. For example, last month they raised over $3,500 for clothes to kids, supplying hundreds of families with limited resources with school clothes. And when High Five partners with a charitable organization, they go further than financial support. They elevate them on social media and in blogs and bring community awareness to their causes. Even their technicians appreciate the program, giving to various organizations and recommending new charities that High Five can partner with. And you can too. Support your community by using the plumbing services from a local impactful provider. Call 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or klzradio.com slash plumbing. Stream Auto Repair, anything your vehicle needs, they're there to take care of you. And that includes AC work, which this time of the year you may very well need. But get ready for the fall months that are coming up just around the corner. 303-841-1071. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter. And Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with extreme auto repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com extreme today. Veteran Windows and Doors, anything you need when it comes to windows and doors in your home, Dave Bancroft would love to come out and assist you. Call him today at 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want you to fall prey to gimmicks like heat lamps. They want you to make a wise decision based on facts. Owner Dave Bancroft says making sure your windows are up to code and properly labeled is just the first step of the installation process with Veteran Windows and Doors. Dave promises their windows and doors meet the energy efficiency requirements, are right for your area of Colorado, and are correctly labeled at installation. The NFRC label is attached to the Energy Star label, and both must be energy efficient or you will not receive any of the generous rebates that are available to you. 
Also, you need a transferable lifetime guarantee on the windows and doors that you invest in for your home. And owner Dave Bancroft provides that peace of mind, too. Veteran windows and doors prioritize integrity over gimmicks. Because in the end, it's not about the show. It's about the facts. Go to klzradio.com slash window today for windows and doors that stand the test of time. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Kind of recap what Kenny had to say, which he is 100% correct. And this whole conversation that you know my wife and I have been having and had it with a few other people on, on just the average IQ of individuals as they come out of the womb and then what we do with that individual as time goes by, actually it's pretty saddening. If you think about the fact that, as he stated, and he's done the research on this, that the majority of folks come out with probably a rather equal IQ, and then what we do with that as time goes by and how we dumb that down, it it really is saddening. And and I meant what I said to Kenny earlier. I wasn't making a joke. I'm definitely not the smartest guy in any room when you go enter into the room. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that went to special ed in school. Yeah, I'm that guy. I had to have extra things that I had to do and learn going through school that most didn't have to do. So I wasn't the most gifted kid in the class, which I know a lot of you probably would think that's not the case. But no, that wasn't me. I was pretty smart in math, but the rest of it I did not do well in. I couldn't wait to get out of high school. I was done, didn't go to college because I was done with school. It was all I could do to get out of high school. And at that point, I'm like, I'm finished. I'm not going another day. And it's only by God's grace that I sit here today and talk to you all because, no, I'm not the smartest guy in any room. I have to read, research, decipher, all sorts of things that have to happen for me to even sit here and do the things I do with you all daily But because I did have parents that cared and pushed and hammered in that, you know, you can't say no and you can't give up and you got to make something out of yourself and on and on we go, it's because of all of that I'm here today. And I mean that sincerely. So my point is, I don't think we give enough credit to all people, no matter what color they have. And to Kenny's point earlier, we... I believe, purposely hold people back. And in a lot of cases, it's because of their skin color, and that's racist in and of itself, completely. And we do not do that correctly. It's it's actually a crying shame we do that in the first place. And we do it on purpose. And there's one party, one political party in particular, that does it all the time. And you can say, oh, no, no, they don't do that. They're the anti-racist. No, they're the true racist. Flat out. True racist. Anybody that would define certain programs and do certain things based upon the color of your skin in the first place is a racist. Nobody needs protection because of their skin color. But yet we do. And we do it over and over and over again to the point where we're driving some folks down, not lifting them up. So I'll leave it at that. New report shows that full-size trucks have the highest theft rate. So, ding, 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 if you own a full-size truck, 
you should probably be paying attention to what's going on, where you park, what you do, and so on. I know this is probably a little bit more of a drive radio topic, but I felt like it's enough of a public service announcement that I could talk about it here. This is a report that just came out a couple of days ago. So according to analysts by the National Insurance Crime Prosecuting Insurance Crime, vehicles with the highest theft rate last year were were full-size pickups. Those vehicles made up more than 25%. So a quarter of the thefts reported in 2022, which was a decrease from a high of 33% in 2021. So while vehicle theft rates have been soaring since the start of the pandemic, recovery rates have also risen. Have also risen. More than 85% of passenger cars reported stolen in 2022 were subsequently recovered by law enforcement or other means, with 34% recovered within a day of the vehicle being reported stolen. So here's your breakdown of in 2022, makes and models, top 10, most stolen. Chevrolet full-size pickup, number one. Ford full-size pickup, number two. So they're neck and neck. And Chevrolet, probably you could even, if you throw in GMC, which is number nine, so you take GMC and Chevrolet, it's a high number one for those two. Because they're both in the top ten. Sister trucks. So, beating out the Ford F-150, or Ford full-size, I should say. F-150, 250, and so on. Number three, Honda Civic. Number four, the Honda Accord. Number five, the Hyundai Sonata, and then six is the Hyundai Elantra. Kia Optima is number seven. Toyota Camry, number eight. And then, as I said a moment ago, the GMC pickup full-size, number nine, and then the rounding out the top ten is the Honda CRV. So really, Chevrolet GMC pickup trucks full size, number one by a long shot, because if you take number one and number nine and combine them, which essentially is what you're doing, because GM is GM. There you go. So those of you that are driving full size trucks, I would highly recommend that you figure out the best way possible to keep it from being stolen. And there's all sorts of ways. We talk about that on Drive Radio. I could do that a little bit more this Saturday, which I think I'll add this to my notes for Saturday. We'll be out at the Collector Car Council uh, car show. That'll be a car plane show, basically. There's flyovers and stuff that go on there as well. It'll be up at the old Jeffco Airport or Rocky Mountain Airport, they call it now, up in Broomfield. So we'll be doing that on Saturday. But bottom line, watch... Your vehicle. And what I mean by watch it is, where do you park? At what time are you parking? Do you have a anti-theft device, a club, something along those lines that you can install onto the vehicle? Anything you can do to slow down the theft of said vehicle will keep it from being stolen. Doesn't guarantee it because, again, if they want it bad enough, a rollback pickup, you know, rollback tow truck, I should say, will haul it right off. So if they want it bad enough, they can get it. Really quick along those lines, Charlie doesn't know this, but the remote we did at Laprino Foods this last Saturday, it's in an area of West Denver where there's a lot of apartments and things around it. And I'm guessing that either people that live in those houses and apartments and or the guests of decided to park in the parking lot that had signs all over it that there's going to be a big car show this day park here you'll get towed so about the time the car show started there were three vehicles still left in the parking lot well 
they weren't there throughout the car show because a rollback truck, tow truck, came along, hooked it, hauled it, and off it went. Off they went, I should say, three of them. So if you don't think for a second that they can't take your vehicle if they want it, oh, they most certainly can. So just food for thought that if if they want your vehicle and it's desirable enough, they will pick it up and haul it off easily. So we'll get Felipe on before the break. Felipe, go ahead. Got a couple minutes. Go ahead, sir. Hey, John. Hey, how are you, sir? Good. How are you doing, John? I'm good. I'm good. It was good seeing you over the weekend. Yeah, you too. Hey, uh, I want to take exception to your claim that EVs cause just as much pollution as internal combustion engines. Okay. The question I got for you is how long does a car last? I mean, a conventional engine car, 100,000 miles? Oh, much longer than that. Depends on, you know, again, like an EV, it'll come down to who's caring for it and how well do they care for the said vehicle and so on. There's a lot of ICE engine vehicles running around Felipe that have 300,000 miles on them pretty easily. Okay, let's, let's, I'll give you 300,000. What is the longevity of your bolt? I have no idea. That is a great question that I'm not sure anybody yet can answer because it's going to come down to that battery cycle, how long it lasts, when will it need a battery replaced. There are some EVs running around that have well over 100,000 miles on them, but I'm not sure that that one can be fully answered. There's some Teslas that get to the you know, 120 to 150 mark, and one bad cell will mean that battery pack has to come down and get rebuilt. So, Felipe, that's a, by the way, that's a question I'm not sure anybody has an answer to yet. Well, I have an answer. The amount, the longevity for the Chevy Bolt is indefinite, and I think you can get a couple hundred miles or a couple million miles. Of course, you might have to change the battery. You know, the battery will definitely have to be changed. And, and Felipe, the the motors on the vehicle, given the fact that they're you know they're a turning item they're not going to last that long either there will be components on that vehicle that will have to be replaced even before the you know two to three hundred thousand mile mark just like on an ice engine Th- those are rotating items they won't last forever either well you know you can change the motor you, know, you could change sure. an electronic module you can change all kinds of parts wheel bearings yep but that's maintenance I, I think you can maintain the car to a million miles could be the question will be how many batteries will it go through in the process yeah. and and that's well, and that's where i you know that's where i have a problem with a lot of the folks and you know i own one so i you know I, I do that to learn about all of this and talk about this in an educated manner Felipe. but you know again what you have to look at and what it takes to build a battery pack the lithium mining the cobalt the slave labor that goes into it and so on that's not happening on an ice engine at all yeah, i know but but, but the ice Not with the same battery pack, it won't. The battery will degrade and go bad as time goes by. That, and, that, and that's the big question. What is that magic number? That's the, you know, there's some volts, not bolt, but V as in Victor. There's some volts running around that have gotten a couple hundred thousand miles out of their battery packs. But I don't know what some of the, you know, that's different technology that's what on our bolts, for example. So I don't know, Philippi. These are questions I don't know that anybody has, an, has a direct answer to. Okay, I, I'm building a one farad capacitor. That's the answer to the battery. 
could be. Felipe, with that, I'll let you go. Appreciate you calling, by the way. I'll have Richard join us here in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith wants to help you with all of your financial planning for the future, and you need that, by the way, no matter what you're doing. Give Al a call today, 303-744-1128. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Kurt will join us, by the way, at 5 o'clock for our Monday Mortgage Minute. In the meantime, give him a direct call, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Fed's continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Colorado since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. Up next, Premier Home Remodels. Again, 10% off right now of a remodel, whether that be bathroom, it could be kitchen, a complete addition, basement, you name it. Premier Home Remodels. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future. This is Rush to Reason, powered by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. 
We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Richard joining us now. Richard Rush. Uh, Richard, talk to us about what's going on up at CU in regards to their sports uh, end of things and the, and the uh, league that they're in. Uh, yeah, so, they, so CU, for folks that don't know, has been a part of the past 12 for, oh, goodness, now, uh, I guess 12 years. This will be year 13. They moved there after many years in the Big 12, the Big 8. Um, I think it was originally the Southwest Conference. I'm not, I'm not sure, but they, you know, they, most honestly, most years growing up, obviously, I knew them as part of the Big 12, right? They played Nebraska, Oklahoma, right. Texas. Big Texas, 8. Texas. When I was a kid, Richard, it was the Big 8. Exactly. Iowa State, right? Kansas State. That's right. You know, I think Texas A&M, right? There was a lot of you know, differences there. CU back in whatever that was. So I think 2010 essentially thought that the Pac-12 North fit their culture, their fan base, their alumni. You know, they had a lot of kids from California come here. And maybe the, the, the institutions, right, you know, CU, and, and I'll knock them here for a second, they think they're just this really glamorous academic school. And I'm not saying CU's not a great academic school. I think they are. Um, but at the same time, you and I have both we've talked about this, that when it comes to recognition, unless you're a Stanford, a Harvard, um, one of those schools, you're really not getting super great recognition, even if you are a public university, right? And I think that I'm not even sure. I don't think it's Harvard is it, right? Harvard's private, Stanford's private, and so you know. But they're they're a really good school, anyway. They feel like they fit more in line with the Pac-12, and then you know they could kind of transfer that. Well, ever since they moved, lots of different things have gone on, Dad. But but ultimately, it hasn't worked out. It's been pretty poor. CU's been pretty poor, and some people. University of Oregon's actually head coach just came out today and was like, well, what does CU want? The honest answer is not much. But I don't know if you can attribute that fully, Dad, to CU because we are one of – there's not that many schools that have won a national championship, especially in the last 30 years, right, especially in the past 10 years. There hasn't been that many different schools that have done it. And so it's a really – it's a great thing. Um, CU does have a great history. Now, their recent history is pretty terrible. I'll be the first to admit it. We've talked about it on this show multiple times. We've been pretty terrible. <laughs> right. But the, the ultimate thing is, is the Pac-12 last year, uh, last summer, USC and UCLA decided that they were going to move. They were going to move from the, the Pac-12 to the Big Ten, receive more money, be in a better conference. It was, it was a big deal. Well, okay, so as a result, the Pac-12 decided to open up their um, negotiating. And because really the, the, big, the big money, Dad, is for football – a little bit for basketball, but really it's football. And so the big money is received in distributions from TV networks for the rights to broadcast their games. Okay. And usually the conferences get together as a whole and they sell those rights. Well, the Big Ten is, and the SEC are the two top ones. They're in the range of like 40 to $50 million a year. That's just what the schools get just for football teams to be, or, you know, just for football games to be broadcast. That's not counting concessions, you know, on, you know, game revenue any of that, right? It's just to be broadcast. And the NCAA tournament, by the way, for basketball is a whole different topic, so we won't even go there. Anyways, UCLA left for that reason. That's really what folks need to know. It's the TV money involved to be able to broadcast football games. The Pac-12 has tried to get a a deal for the past year. They weren't able to, or they haven't been able to up to this point. The Big 12 essentially actually got a deal sooner than the Pac-12 did, even though the Pac-12's deal runs out next spring. So they were technically to market sooner than the Big 12. The Big 12 technically doesn't go to market until 2025. Stay with me here, folks. I know this is kind of getting confusing. 
ultimately the Pac-12 hasn't been able to put forth an offer to its schools, whereas the Big 12 did. Their offer is just south of $32 million a year in distribution to schools. With the kicker that if the Big 12 added a Power 5 school, such as CU, Mm -hmm. they would be able then to get, uh, essentially that member would get the same amount as the other members. So basically if they added one school, that school gets $31.7 million. If they added two schools, both schools get that. As long as they're a Power 5 member, essentially either from the Pac-12, Big 12, the Big 10, the ACC, or the SEC. So all of that to say that CU moved because the Pac-12 is so screwed up in their in their leaders and everything else that they can't figure out what they want. You have too many schools, I'll just say it, in liberal states in California and in Oregon and Washington that don't value, and mainly California, they don't value football as they should. Right, right. CU, under the leadership, i got to give Phil Stefano credit under Chancellor Phil Stefano and Rick George. Obviously, he got went and got Coach Prime. He's now got the entire, well, not the entire, but basically they, they've figured out that they don't want to be part of the Pac-12. It's not a stable, it's not a stable place. Other teams are speculating to leave, and if they leave, basically CU doesn't want to be left out in the dust. They've now decided to go to the Big 12. Again, basically $32 million a year. Here's the other kicker, Dad. Because Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC next year, they had to sort of negotiate a little bit of a settlement with the current Big 12 members. The contract that they've negotiated that is currently under the Big 12's TV contract this year and next year is a result of the, of the of Oklahoma and Texas being in there. Basically, that's to say CU next year, when they join the Big 12, will actually get about $40 million hmm. in terms of revenue, more than which is obviously more than the $32 million they're going to get the following year. I be, that's also it's going to be about $15 million more than they're getting from the Pac-12. Mind you, Dad, this is just to broadcast football games. Nothing else, right? No other advertise, no, nothing, right? And it's also not including potentially, you know, the the expansion of the college football playoff and the money that can kind of come from that. So, all of that to say, my apologies to your listeners for the long-winded explanation. All you need to know is this: Pac-12 going bye-bye, likely. The Big 12 is probably is it they're a distant third in, from the Big 10 and the SEC, but they're more stable. As we all know, CU does have some ties. They do have some rivalries, Dad, in their, in their new conference. And it more fits what they're looking to do, especially when you have Coach Prime, which I'll get to right now. He Obviously, he played for the Cowboys. Right. I think he still has a house in Dallas. The Big 12 is adding schools like UCF, Central, Central Florida, which is where Dion is from. So he can now go recruit kids, and instead of saying, well, you're playing all of your games on the West Coast. Hey, guess what? Every so often you'll be able to play in front of mom and dad, hmm. right? And all your family and everything else. And now it's only one game, but still it matters. Hmm. You know, there's also, you know, West Virginia that they're going to. They're, that you, they're, they're welcoming Houston into there, Cincinnati, closer schools to football-rich parts of the country. And obviously hmm. we're also talking about Texas, right? Probably the most outside of maybe Florida football-rich you know, in terms of prospects and all that. So, again, it is, this move was about money, Dad. It was about security. I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, people are saying that CU would love to be in the Big Ten. Yeah, but honestly, Dad, they're probably not going to be taken into the Big Ten 
even though they more academically fit within that as compared to a university like Nebraska. Okay. Probably not going to happen. So this is a good move. I'm all for it. I think that CU is going to be better for it in the long term. And so you really only got one year of the Pac-12 left, and then it's on to the bigger and better pastures. All right. We'll come right back. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is up next, folks. Don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool System today. Find them at klzradio.com. When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish, but Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com absolute and get cool fast. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, all of your used car needs one place. They check out every vehicle, by the way, before they even decide to sell it. 30-day warranty, first oil change is a dollar. Find them at ridgelineautobrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutobrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutobrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. A business that simply closes its stores loses almost all of its equity. Unless you have a plan for handing your business off to the next owner, you will not see the most financial return for your investment. You've invested years of hard work into your business. Make sure you retire with a long-term plan for your business to continue running without you. John Rush needs about two years to get your business running smoothly enough to sell. Start now and in two years, you can retire with a tidy profit knowing your investment has paid off. Email john at rushtoreason.com. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Teresa at the Campion Church said, I have worked with this company for nine years. They are some of the best people to work with. When I call for service on our copier, they are always looking to get there as soon as they can. 
One time I had a deadline and my copier was down. I called them up to see if I could use a copier in their office and they said, come right on over. Duke has personally come and delivered a copier for our use for a few weeks to make high-speed copies. I have enjoyed working with BES and would definitely recommend them. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We've got some car reviews we'd like to fit in here, too, as well. And take our time with this, Richard. I'll let you get started because I drove a car. You drove a car. Actually, we were able to drive both of these cars. So this will be a great review to do because we were both behind the wheel of each one of these cars. Let's start with the one that you drove, the 2023 Lexus RZ 450E Luxury. Yeah, quite the mouthful of the ABCs there. Yes. So, um, this is an all-new car for 2023. This is basically Lexus's first foray into uh, the electric SUV market, or an all-electric car, I guess I'm going to say. Um, they've typically been, you know, Toyota's been part of the um, hybrid-only thing, Dad, right? You know, even plug-in hybrids are kind of venturing into, which is fine, but this is just definitely a little bit different than what, we're used to from, from Toyota and Lexus, and not to say that it's a bad thing. This, again, all-electric SUV, Dad, the luxury version as we drove is about, I want to say it was 65000 or so. That sounds about uh, right. Slightly above that. Um, I want to say it had an electric mange of tops out at 200 miles, but folks, I'll be 100% honest with you, um, you're not getting 200 miles out no, of this No, I, I didn't get anywhere as close to that either, Richard, so that's kind well, of a false one as far as that goes. Well, that, that is a, I guess that I'll just say this, that 200-mile range is with no, you know, no windows down, no, um, uh, whatever you want to say, no, uh, uh, no climate control Yeah, on, no, no added no, stress on the battery, let's say it that way. Yeah, no, no, no heated seats, no, <laughs> no, no nothing, nothing, right? Bare bones. That is correct. It is the most bare bones thing that you could imagine, you know, at that range. Not a big deal, just something to know, and I will say this. And the one benefit you get from some of these cars, and again, I don't know what they're doing, if it's just size of the battery pack or something they're doing, Dad, it does let you charge a little bit from the kind of from your normal traditional at-home outlet. All that being said, did I like the car driving? Absolutely. It drove like most electric cars, although the braking isn't as harsh. You know, you'll refer right. to, a lot of people will refer to these vehicles as one pedal driving. The regenerative, that, yeah, that wasn't the case on this car. No, even we've, even when you turn it up, the resistance up really, really high, it's not quite there. And so, folks, what we're talking about is basically in a lot of these electric cars, you can essentially just drive with a gas pedal. Correct. Because the car will slow you down so much if you do it correctly. That's right. It'll actually slow you down before you get to any intersection That's or whatever right. you, you know, the, the car in front of you. This doesn't have that. It's not a huge thing, Dad. I think it's just something people should note. Outside of that, had a lot of cool features on the inside. I will say the the infotainment system took a little getting used to, changing the modes, that sort of thing. I think it's a great first foray into the EV, but I don't think this is quite what I expect from Lexus and Toyota. 
Range is a factor for me. Great vehicle. I thoroughly enjoyed it. My wife was inside of it. She loved the interior. It's got a lot of bells and whistles, creature comforts. No complaint there, Richard. You are 100% correct. But the range on this one for me personally, I think, is an issue. And I think it's going to be an issue for a lot of folks that go to look at buying this car. Now, if you're a very short commuter, you don't have to have a lot of range. It's not a, not as big of a factor. To your point, you can use the 120-volt charger, and it does do some good where a lot of the other cars out there you need a full level two type charger. That's a level one that I just mentioned. But other than that, great vehicle. Yes, I I, I love this vehicle with the exception of the nannyism this car had. So, Lexus, if you're listening, I don't need the car telling me every, every little thing I do wrong when I'm driving. Yeah, so for folks, again, basically it has this little IR infrared thing it kind of manages. So if you if you like to drive more from the middle of the car like I'm doing right now where you kind of put your – you know, your elbow on the center, and you kind of maybe lean towards more right. towards the middle, it will yell at you and beep at you and tell you, focus on the road, you know, attention, attention. And it's great for some aspects, Dad. I, and maybe we just missed the feature to turn it off or whatever. It uh, drove be, me nuts. It, it definitely got frustrating. I don't but need I Karen that, in the passenger seat telling me how to drive. <laughs> Fair enough. And I think, I, don't, I think other people would agree with you. So, no, ultimately, Dad, I think it was a great first foray. I think some of the tech involved will, will go to their hybrid. I still personally would go with a hybrid vehicle that Lexus has done, mainly yeah, because agreed. of the range situation. Agreed. However, it may not matter for some folks. So if you're interested, folks, head to your local ex- Lexus dealer and let them know that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio and Rush Reason sent you. All right, up next, we've got a 2023 new BMW XM, 165, close to $166,000 car. A great car. Uh, I call it the Darth Vader car because of the way it looks. And BMW, I know you're going to listen to this. Please get rid of all the plastic cladding on this car. I know you're trying to get a look out of the car. But personally, Richard, if you're going to spend $166,000 on the car, I don't want it full of plastic on the outside. That's just me. That's my number or that's my first knock. I've got a few on this car being $166,000, but I don't like all the plastic cladding. What are your thoughts on the looks? I, I will say this. It is definitely a tension getter. It's yep. got some cool LED stuff around the grill, Agree. around the plastic piece of it. I agree. They hide the BMW piece from the back really well. So if you kind of maybe want to be incognito on this car, it doesn't. And maybe that's what you want to do. That it doesn't look one hundred and sixty-five thousand. No, it does not. No, it does not look like that at all. You are correct in that. So yeah, but but outside of that, I think that. Yeah, I like. I, I do like the look. A little bit too plasticky. When you get on the inside, yes, I would like a little bit more soft touch materials. Although, Dad, one of my likes of the car, their infotainment system. It yes, was, it was really cool. Agree. It did take a little bit getting used to, but it gives you a, a lot of features, which is really nice. Yeah, no, I, I love the interior of the car. Frankly, as far as that goes, the quietness, the ride, the quality, the performance. I'll get to that in a moment. As far as the handling, I guess what I should say, the performance handling, all of that, fabulous. Oh, yeah. I have no no room to knock it whatsoever that way, and everything you just said, Richard, perfect. Now, here's my second knock. BMW, this car, for everybody listening, is a hybrid-type vehicle. It's a plug-in hybrid, so it's got a battery. That if you charge it up fully, it has about a 45- to 50-mile range, and then it kicks in the dual-turboed 4.4-liter engine as needed. And if you want all-out performance, it uses a combination of the two. This vehicle, when the battery is fully charged, phenomenal. Works fantastic. In fact, I, I came home that first night saying, that's one of the best vehicles I've ever driven um, until the battery's dead. When the 
Uh, when the EV battery dies and you're relying on the 4.4 dual turbo engine only, which is a high horsepower engine, but it is as clunky as clunky gets. And I mean that sincerely. So BMW, if you're listening, for 166000 I expect more in the smoothness of operation when the, when the hybrid, you know, it, it's a hybrid at that point. It's got a little bit of battery they leave left to get you started from a dead stop, and then the engine kicks in. But Richard, it's as clunky as it could be. And I know we've only got a minute or so left, but what are your thoughts? I, I would agree with you. I, I think that it's a, when I, when I first read about this car, Dad, I was really excited. And I still am. I think it has a it has great potential. BMW. I'm just not sure of the benefit versus an X5M or an X6M saving thirty to forty thousand dollars on a vehicle and getting similar performance. Right. That's the only thing I think you and I kind of were in agreement on, Dad. That I think it's a great base, and I think you could do something very cool with a high end, super fast SUV like some of the other manufacturers are doing. Right. I just think there's a little bit left to be desired when it comes to maybe the programming, the tuning, the and this is their first foray, Dad, right? So we'll give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt of this this the first iteration of this car. Right. That's what we're trying to say. Yes, yes. Again, with all that being said, this is one of those though where I'm gonna tell you if you're gonna go test drive this vehicle, you better test drive it far enough to get the main EV battery dead and then see if you like how it performs. This is one of those, Richard, where a trip around the block is not going to tell you everything you need to know about the car. You can do that at your local BMW dealer. Tell them Richard Rush and John Rush from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you. Did I say all that well enough, Richard? I hope. I, I think you did, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Again, I encourage folks, if you're on the market for that car, check it out. There are other cars in the same price range, make, model, all the other stuff, Dad, that you may want to look at as well. But, yeah, this is one that gets a little bit longer of a test drive okay. if you really want to experience what's going on. All right, I'll let it go with that. Richard, appreciate it very much. Bruce Simmons is next. He's our reverse mortgage professor. Talk to him when it comes to reverse mortgage in your world. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done, give you more cash flow. Of course, you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance, but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Live and local. Back to Rush to Reason. Somebody just asked how to find all those reviews, by the way. Producer Ann does a great job of indexing those out. Just go to the website, RushToReason.com, or Drive-Radio.com. Takes you to the same place. We put all those up on a uh, site called Castos, where they index everything out for us. It makes it really easy for the audio. That way, we can go back and hear any of the ones we've done in the past as well. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.